The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. How, how does a renowned psychiatrist end up dead in Vegas in the trunk of a BMW? Nope, it's not a movie script. It's not Hangover Part 3 or 4. It's real. A renowned psychiatrist ends up dead in the trunk of a BMW in Vegas. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Who is he? Take a listen to what the doctor's girlfriend tells me. When did you learn that his body had been found? Uh, Ten days after I had reported him missing. It was that was such a scary time in those ten days of not knowing, not knowing should I, you know how to how to do anything you know just that that was scary the scariest time really I think just the fear you know he coming home and probably about by the day before about the eighth or the ninth day I began to to realize to myself that he probably wasn't ever coming home you know even though I kept hoping and hoping and then when they called me, you know, and told me, which was right before it broke on the news, it was, it was just, it was devastating. Even though I thought I had prepared myself to hear the worst news. You are listening to the psychiatrist, the doctor in the trunks, longtime love. And of course, in typical police scenarios, the longtime love would be suspect number one, but how does a renowned psychiatrist end up dead in the trunk? Who is this guy? Listen. Well, he was outgoing. Uh, he loved his his practice. He he loved um, you know his his patients. 
you know, doing everything for them. Um, magic was his hobby, and he learned that mainly um, to do magic tricks to kind of engage the children, because he was a child psychiatrist. Nowadays, originally they were children. Now, nowadays, it was a little bit more on the adult side. He had started seeing them as children, and um, through you know, and continued following them and into their adulthood. That was rather one of, um, when he turned 65, he was 71, and when he had turned 65, he was concerned, you know, worried about his patients, that if he retired, they, they would be left with no one or having to start over with a new, new doctor. And so he, his idea of retirement was to cut his work week down to four days and take Mondays off. So how does a trip to Vegas fit into that four-day work week? That's what I'm trying to find out. Where was she at the time, her long-time love, Dr. Thomas Bouchard, was somehow stuffed in a trunk dead unless he was killed in the trunk? We're learning a lot about him. That speaks volumes with me. An all-star panel, Troy Slayton, high-profile defense attorney, joining us out of L.A., just a hop, skip, and a jump. From where this dead body was found, I'd like to know where Troy Slayton was at the time. And you can find him at Troy Slayton. Dr. Jen Mann, family therapist, marriage therapist, host of Couples Therapy and Family Therapy on VH1, The Dr. Jen Show on Sirius XM, and author of The Relationship Fix. You can find her at drjen.com. Dr. Kendall Crowns, Deputy Chief Medical Examiner for Travis County, Texas. That's Austin and Senior Lecturer, University of Texas, and of course, Forensic Sciences, Chris Byers, former Police Chief, Johns Creek, 25 years as a police officer, now PI and polygrapher at Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraphs.com, Alexis Tereschuk, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Quick question to Dr. Kendall Crowns. Dr. Crowns, this guy is a psychiatrist. Now, just fill me in. In order to be a psychiatrist, isn't it true, you have to become a medical doctor, go through undergraduate four years, then what, three or four years of medical school, then intern in your chosen field psychiatry for, I guess, three or four years after that? How does it work? Yeah, that's correct, Nancy. Uh, you get your undergraduate degree, you go to medical school, and then once you graduate, uh, then you choose your residency in psychiatry. I do believe they do a one-year internship in internal medicine before they do, I think, three years in psychiatry. So four years of internship. And how long is medical school? Four years. Troy Slayton, did you hear that? We go three years to law school. For one more year, we could have been doctors. Boy, I should have done that. Wish somebody told me that. A- I would have been able to make my mother proud. I know, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know what, Troy, you're right. How my mother begged me not to go into criminal prosecution. Oh, yeah. One more year. And, of course, brilliance, a degree in biology, uh, and a few other things uh, which would have been needed. So this is a psychiatrist that has spent his life in child psychiatry, and it really speaks volumes in my mind to Dr. Jen Mann that – He started in child psychiatry, and his patients loved him so much, the bulk of his practice is them 
as they grew up, they stayed with him. It's pretty amazing. And, and I have to tell you, I remember when I first started out as a therapist, I was working in a mental health clinic and every other intern who came in would come in saying, I want to work with children. And within six months, every one of them was like, I can't do this because it's particularly challenging because a lot of the time you're dealing with difficult family systems and parents who don't want to change and, you know, things that are just really challenging, rebellious kids. So, you know, this guy sounds like he was amazingly patient and kind and really cared about his, his clients. Guys, we're talking about Dr. Thomas Bouchard, who ends up, after all these years of practicing, dead in the trunk of a BMW. Alexis Terezchuk, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, also with LeadStories.com. Alexis, tell me about the discovery of him in the trunk of a BMW. How long had he been here, been in the trunk? And I'd just also like to find out from Chris Byers how you forensically process a car trunk. But first to you, Alexis. So he had been missing for about 10 days and not related. A car was found abandoned on the side of the road uh, in Las Vegas in a neighborhood. And it was very clear when you looked inside the car that something had happened. But why would you look in the car? If I see a car by the side of the street, I don't get out of my car and go try to look in the trunk. I believe the police were called because it had been abandoned for so many days. Okay. So and why didn't then, they just put a boot on it and a yellow ticket? Well, I think when you see blood in a car, it makes you think something happened bad. Oh, so they saw blood on the interior of the see, car. Right, yes. There, there wasn't, yes, there was blood in the interior of the car. Alexis Tereshuk, you're giving me a renewed interest for playing 20 questions. So the police get called because there's an abandoned BMW. The police get there and in plain view... And I'm emphasizing those words because I know Troy Slayton is listening, the veteran defense attorney. Plain view has a legal meaning. For instance, if a cop goes by your car parked on the street and in plain view, he sees a line of coke on the dash. Oh, yeah. He, she can totally get in your car and impound it and get the evidence because they see evidence of a crime. They don't need a search warrant. It is in plain view. Generally... Whatever a ordinary citizen, a civilian can do, a cop can do without a warrant. Um, agree or disagree, Troy Slayton? I agree 100%, and the reason why this is so important is because if the police gather evidence illegally, then it's an all the evidence that flows from that would be fruit of the poisonous tree, and that evidence and everything that flowed from it could be excluded from any criminal trial that follows. Right. For instance, I like to give an example when I'm speaking with jurors. If cops break in a home without a warrant and it's not an emergency, exigent circumstances, in there they find evidence of another crime. Let's just say they find cocaine with a delivery address. They go to that location and find a drug lord. No, you can't arrest the drug lord because the original evidence is fruit from the poisonous tree, an illegal search. He's correct again. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. So cops see Alexis Tereshuk blood in the BMW. That leads them legally to open the car trunk. And when they open the car trunk, what, what, Alexis? Well, and they could, they could see the blood. There had also been a rock thrown through the window of the car mm-hmm. as it was on the side of the road. And so that also is suspicious as well. Very. Um, and thrown into the car, not thrown out. Um, and in the, bo- in, the, in the trunk, they find the body of Dr. Burchard. To you, Dr. Kendall Crowns, Deputy Chief Medical Examiner, Travis County, that's a fine kettle of fish. You've got a dead body in the trunk that's been in there in Vegas heat for days and days. What do you do? So the body's probably going to be markedly decomposed, bloating with green discoloration and skin flipping. Oh, whoa, wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. What? You just reeled it all off so quickly. What did you say? The first so thing you 10 said. Days in the heat, in the trunk, it's going to make the body decompose. Uh, you're going to decompose uh, no matter what, but in the heat, you're going to decompose more rapidly. And so you said markedly days, decomposed or marginally decomposed? Markedly, markedly okay. decomposed. Then I heard something about so either green or purple. Yeah, the body will turn kind of a green in coloration. Uh, the skin will start slipping off. Uh, then it will start bloating from the decomposition gases. So the body Why does will that swell. happen? Then, Why does the body bloat? Because you have bacteria in your body right now. Uh, it's sitting in there kind of kept in check by your body. But once you die, the bacteria no longer has uh, restraint put on it. And the, it begins uh, breaking you down. And when it's breaking you down, it starts forming gas. And the gas that forms results in the bloating of the body. You know how I always explain it to a jury why a body bloated? Uh, I would use a piece of fruit, like a banana or an apple. When it starts to, quote, go bad, you smell it. 
and it starts looking different. It turns the color. Well, if that's happening inside your body, those gases, the same ones that make a banana smell, are gathering inside your body with nowhere to go. So your body bloats. That's a very um, rudimentary explanation, but that's how I can understand it. Do you think in just 10 days, Dr. Kendall Crowns, that there can be an ID of the body or because it's been in the trunk? Is it so, as you say, markedly decomposed, you can't make an ID? Yeah, so it would be difficult to do a visual ID at that point. You would probably have to rely on fingerprints and hope that there was fingerprints available to run them against or then go with dental records or DNA if there's a presumptive ID to make the identification. Mm -hmm. To Chris Byers, former police chief Johns Creek at Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com. Have you ever seen a case like this, body in a trunk? Yeah, I absolutely have. And uh, it's, it's as bad in this Georgia heat as it is out there as well. Uh, had one that was in a trunk several days. And, you know, besides the plain view, you can smell that after several days. Um, I've been to houses and apartments here in Atlanta and a body's been inside long enough, you could smell it from outside the door. How far away can you smell it? Um, I can guarantee if you're standing at the trunk of the car, you can smell it after 10 days because, again, I've smelled it at front doors and found bodies in living rooms and bedrooms uh, decomposed. So, And it's a smell you'll never forget. I was just going to say that because people have asked me, how do you know you're smelling a dead body? And I always say, you know what? I don't know, but you know. It's kind of like, or at least for me, when you see a snake on the side of the street, you immediately know, get away from that. How do you know? I don't know. But you know, I guess, evolutionary instinct. Alexis Tereschuk, I'm a little bit embarrassed for you because you did not mention the stench that must have been coming out of that trunk. Any cop in his right mind would open it up. Absolutely. And they, you know, they had seen the the rocks through the window, abandoned in the desert. This is not something where... It was maybe they didn't think it was a car accident, you know, and the the people had gotten in another car and ridden away and just were going to come back later for their car. So while all this is happening, a renowned child psychiatrist stuffed in the trunk of a BMW back home, the longtime love is waiting for Dr. Bouchard to show up. Take a listen to this. Well, he was scheduled. He flew there on Friday uh, or March 1st. And he was scheduled to return uh, the 4th, the following Monday. And I first noticed that there was something wrong on Sunday morning. I, I spoke with him um, Friday and we texted on Saturday. And I began to, to know, feel that there was something wrong on Sunday. That um, I had received a couple of texts in the afternoon that I just knew were not him. You know, she's so right. Everybody has a unique style of writing a text. For instance, I would never write a long, verbose text. I try to make it as short and brief as possible. Even cutting letters out of words to to make it quick. Well, she knew immediately this was not his style of writing. Listen to what Judy tells me. They just, the, the vocabulary wasn't his vocabulary. It was more of an uneducated, it just, it just wasn't him. I could just tell it wasn't him talking or 
texting me and I said so. I said, you know, Tom, I don't believe this is you. You need to call me. And then after that, the phone went dead. And early Sunday morning, that same day, I woke up very early, about five or so in the morning, just 435, just feeling something was really wrong, you know, just kind of scared, more more scared than anything. And um, then those texts in the afternoon, you know, really, really raised some flags and I was worried. I didn't hear from him at all and I checked and I kept checking and he had not checked in for his flight. So I was very worried. You know, it's interesting. It's called routine evidence. And again, I don't mean that it's run-of-the-mill or typical or stereotypical evidence, but evidence of someone's routine. I like to call it behavioral evidence. Um, Troy Slayton, of course, you as an expert defense attorney can (laughs) slice all sorts of holes in this, uh, but when someone has a routine, for instance, um, I get up every morning, I pack the children's snacks, I load the car to take them to school, I get my mom's breakfast ready, I start looking at crimes all across the country, and then I enjoy cleaning out the guinea pig cage. That is a routine that is strictly followed. If I were to suddenly decide, um, you know, I'm going to go to the uh, hair salon or I'm going to go to uh, an early morning eatery and not take my children to school this morning, that would be contrary to a routine, right? It would, and that would be admissible. Evidence of someone's routine or habit is admissible in order to show their conformity therewith and uh, any deviation from that um, could be important evidence for a jury. Of course, a defense attorney like yourself can slice it up like Thanksgiving turkey, because just because you have a routine doesn't mean you're always going to follow it. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, and certainly that would be important and compelling evidence for a jury. And cer- someone can certainly argue that... Um, that there is no textbook on the way that somebody oh, is Oh, I was just to, waiting for you to pull that out of the mothballs. There's no there textbook. Is, there is no a textbook for the way that somebody is supposed to act, especially when somebody is paying for somebody else to, uh, to have a, a luxury apartment for somebody that they're not married to. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, the girlfriend, the longtime love, Judy, she knows in her heart something's wrong, but she can't identify it. Listen to the longtime love, Judy Earp. Monday, I still hadn't heard from him, and his flight was due in, I think, around 1.40. And so I decided to go to the airport um, to meet the plane. He had his car, you know, in the long-term parking lot there, but I still, I, I went with my son to meet the plane. I just... I just felt something was wrong and I needed to, you know, check. And I watched every single person come off the plane and it wasn't him. And by this time, I'm very, very concerned. And I speak with the gate agent and they checked and he had never checked in for his flight and he wasn't on the flight. And then I knew something was, you know, just horrible. I go on to ask, did he explain why he was going to Vegas for three days? Listen. Well, some of it I don't really want to say, you know, until the trial and everything. But um, some of it was business. Business? What kind of business lands you dead in the trunk of a BMW? I mean, Dr. Jen, man, I'm all for trust. In fact, my husband's out of town right now. He had to go on a business trip for, guess what, three days. Oh, you know what? It just keeps going through my head, the three-hour tour from Gilligan's Island. Why is there always three-something? That's something for me to think about in all my spare time. So, Dr. Jen Mann, when do you start checking out what your husband's doing, and when do you decide not to worry about it? Well, I think when your gut instinct says, uh-oh, something's wrong. I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in listening to the gut instinct. And, you know, I'm sure we've all read Gavin DeBecker's book, The Gift of Fear, where he talks about that gut instinct tends to be based on a thousand different things that our unconscious mind picked up that was actually concrete evidence that we haven't fully made sense of. And I think that when your gut goes, Ooh, something doesn't feel right, that's when you start checking it because our guts tend to be pretty on target when we listen. Dr. Jim, man, did I ever tell you about the time I read my husband's email just for the fun of it? I thought I was going to die. It was no. so boring. Oh, cool. 
Never again. It was awful. (laughs) One business email after the next. Oh, it's like reading a tax audit. (laughs) Long story short, what business does this guy, a psychiatrist, have in Vegas? To you, Alexis Tereschuk, wasn't his practice, wasn't it in California? His practice was in California. He had been to Vegas several times for large medical conferences. Did you say conferences now right there the hair on the back of my neck just goes up because isn't it true chris byers you're a former police chief 25 years on the force now you're a pi and i bet you do a lot of divorces how often have you heard he went to a conference please oh yes oh, the yes. Conference. conferences the conference starts lots of problems for sure <laughs> A lot of conferences. Sometimes there's not even really a conference. That's why you have Google, ladies, to look up and find out if there's a conference. So sometimes he goes for conferences. But we find out a lot more was going on in Vegas. Take a listen. He had helped a lot of women, a lot of people, you know, men and women, um, with, you know, they were down on their luck or, you know, he would help them to, pay their rent or their car payments or get the medicine that they needed, um, you know, rather than going through. And I told him, you know, lots of times he probably would be better off, you know, going through a charity, but now he would directly help them make sure that, you know, they got what they needed. So hold on just a moment. Alexis Tereschuk, he's not just going to Vegas for medical conferences. I'm so glad you told me about the, medical conferences. What do you mean by, quote, helping a lot of women, such as with car payments or rent? Sounds like a honey trap. I would usually use the word sugar daddy in this case. This would be a wealthy older man taking care of younger women, beautiful younger women. And that seemed to be the case here. He was paying for multiple women and and she did his fiance and long-term partner said that there were men too but that he was very very generous with his money he had plenty of money he'd worked as a doctor for 40 years in california was very wealthy and was very generous with things that he paid for other people hmm. but usually that's called a sugar daddy you know troy slayton uh, veteran criminal defense attorney joining me out of la Do you remember the time in your career that you totally realized you were jaded? Because when I hear of this renowned psychiatrist helping beautiful, young, glamorous playboy playmates, I immediately think the worst. Well, he certainly, you can't accuse him of not being a a sophisticated individual where he didn't know what he was doing. In fact, statements from his longtime, um, partner, Miss Earp, uh, say that um, when when she confronted him with the over $300,000 that uh, he had spent over the years. Sorry, I choked on that. Go ahead. That uh, he said he knew what he was doing and he could afford it. 
So he did was I get that figure in, right? Three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred thousand dollars. And so Nancy, this was not uh, a person who didn't know what he was doing, and he was obviously. I don't know uh, that I would call that sophisticated. Just because you've got an MD at the end of your name, if you're supporting women in Vegas to the tune of $300,000. As a matter of fact, I don't think that's smart at all. Dr. Jen Mann, I have a friend. Well, let me say an acquaintance. Has a wonderful marriage. Leaves the wife because he falls in love with a stripper who then uses him to pay her children's private school. And then when they all graduate, she dumps him. By this time, he's lost his marriage. He's lost his stockbroker trader certificate. He's gone bankrupt, and he's living in the basement of a college fraternity brother. When will men ever learn? Yeah, I see things like this all the time. What's wrong? And, you know, one of the things... Yeah, what's wrong you, with you people? Kendall Crowns, Chris <laughs> Byers, and Troy Slayton? You think the stripper's in love with you? Never mind. No, I don't that's, think any stripper's in love with me, personally. I've never been to a strip club. Is and I've Kendall been married Crowns? to my wife for 25 years. Yes, God bless you. And I've only been to strip clubs <laughs> um, with a subpoena in my hand, looking for somebody. And I also went in the daylight hours, and they're really nasty with the lights on. But that's a whole nother can of worms. What is wrong with these people, Jen, man? No one wants to get hit with Tygo, by the way. What, crowns? (laughs) What? I said, no, no one wants to get impetigo. I mean, you know, skin surface infections, my goodness, those strip clubs, I'm sure, are very unclean. Who wants to go in there? Now, there's a true expert. He can work in a skin condition into a stripper on a pole. Okay, go ahead, Jen, man. Thank you, Dr. Crowns. Jen, what is wrong with these men? Well, I think that, you know, I, I remember a, a, a friend kind of like you were saying, an acquaintance that I that I once knew who was having an affair with a much younger woman. And what he kind of said was, when I see myself reflected in this young, much younger woman's eyes, I feel young. And I think that a lot of these men who make choices like this mm-hmm. are guys who are feeling the clock ticking. They're feeling they're getting older. They're feeling uh afraid that they're going to be dying soon. They're feeling like they've lost their <laughs> dying I soon. feel like, and, and they're, Hold they're on, I've got to look at my husband on Life 360 right yeah. now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Big thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with 
purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. How is this going all wrong? Alexis Terezchuk is one of the women that he was helping named Kelsey Turner. Yes. And... Guys, Kelsey Turner, is she or is she not a Playboy Playmate, Alexis? She is a Playboy model. There's a little bit of a difference between the two. Really? Playmate is a you say potato and I say potato. So you're telling me there's a difference between a Playboy Playmate and a Playboy model. Well, guess what? They don't teach that at law school. Take a listen to our cut 17. This is a friend of Kelsey Turner's named Logan Kennison, speaking to our friends at Access Hollywood. Would you say Tom Bruchard was Kelsey's sugar daddy? I told him, I said, you know, I think they might be taking advantage. And he said, well, that's okay. I can afford it. But none of them like this Kelsey Turner. Kelsey Turner. It's my understanding, Alexis Therese, Chuck, the renowned psychiatrist is paying not only for an apartment, but a home for her and Salinas. Yep, he was. And he had given her money, cash, over the years, not just a little amount, like hundreds of thousands of dollars just to her. Boy, that is some friend. Take a listen to our cut 10. This is our friends at KSBW. Kelsey Turner, no stranger to posing for the camera, now posing for her criminal mugshot, accused of brutally beating a man who paid her rent and showered her with money. About 300000 that I know about and possibly more. Possibly more. Well, take a listen to KSNV News 3, Vegas, our cut 14. The suspect is 25-year-old Kelsey Turner, who's listed as a public figure on Instagram, a model and actress with more than 100,000 followers. What is her relationship with the victim? There is a relationship. I'm, at this point, the investigation is extremely active and ongoing, so I'm not going to get into any specifics regarding them. A man who knew the doctor tells the NBC station in Monterey, Burchard was paying the rent on this home in California where Turner, her kids, and her mom once lived and was giving them cash. Anywhere from two to 4,000 a week, easily. He told me he met Kelsey on a website and uh, met up with her and, and they talked and they went and had dinner a few times. He says eventually Turner and her family were evicted when Burchard stopped paying rent. She moved to Las Vegas and Burchard went to check on her. 
Now Turner's in jail, accused of killing him. So he's not only paying for her house in Salinas, her apartment, but for her whole family to live there. Well, take a listen to what we learned from KSBW, our cut 13, that neighbors say. The actual incident occurred at a residence in the Las Vegas Valley, and then the body was found out by the lake. That home we initially suspected was on Puritan Avenue in Las Vegas. That's based on this arrest record from earlier this year. Turner's then-boyfriend arrested for domestic violence. The victim, Turner, with her address listed. I went to that home Monday, neighbors confirming with me. Police have been to the home several times in the last month, including a CSI unit as recent as this past weekend. The home also matches the neighborhood in Turner's arrest warrant. According to that warrant, Las Vegas police say inside the home they found Burchard's keys, his vest, and blue latex gloves, like these I found in the garbage can outside of the home. Police also found cleaning supplies, blood, a broken door with blood on it, and towels. The same towels that matched the ones in the car with Burchard, Turner's two-door BMW. There was blood on the passenger seat, the back seat, and in the trunk. That's where Burchard was found with wounds that left a unique pattern on him. So what do you do with that, Troy Slayton, veteran trial lawyer? Matching towels? Isn't that quite the coincidence? The towels found in the BMW with the dead body and all the blood match the towels in the home. I would look at who else had access to the home. If I'm defending uh, this Playboy model and her boyfriend, uh, I would want to also know who else was there. And we certainly know that uh, she had roommates uh, in that Las Vegas home. You're incredible. So they weren't the only ones. You really ones are incredible. With- Next, you're going to blame the mailman that delivers the mail. I thought you were going to say, hey, anybody could buy those towels at Macy's. There's absolutely no connection whatsoever. You know, Chris Byers, former police chief, Johns Creek. Isn't it amazing how after someone is found dead in another location, someone else turns into a neat nick at home? All the bleach, the cleaning supplies, the latex gloves. It's amazing, isn't it? It just inspires you to what? Clean your bathroom and buy a new shower curtain? Yeah, absolutely. It is funny how that happens. And, you know, one of the things that they just said in that last clip, that was Turner's car he was found in. And I don't believe we had touched on that before. Uh, So led right back to that house. And for it to be cleaned up so nicely, that does raise some serious questions. Kelsey Turner, Playboy Playmate, or as Alexis Treschuk says, Playboy Model. Well, the boyfriend that you're hearing Chief Chris Byers refer to, John Logan Kennison, decided to speak out. Take a listen to our Cut 19 and our friends at Access Hollywood. When they searched the house, they found blood and cleaning supplies. What do you think happened? According to Pena, Turner and Kennison instructed her to clean the house while Thomas waited in Turner's car, hoping to be taken to the hospital. She claims it was the last time she saw Thomas alive. Pena subsequently pled guilty to accessory to murder. To Alexis Tereshchuk, who is Pena? She is the roommate. She's a, a roommate who also lived in the house with Kelsey and her boyfriend. So Kelsey, Turner, and boyfriend. I wonder how the psychiatrist felt about that. Uh, the boyfriend, John Logan Kennison, they come home with a lot of cleaning supplies and say, clean up pronto. And apparently she does. Well, take a listen to our cut 18. This is Logan Kennison again, right or wrong, speaking to Access Hollywood. Can you just walk me through the day as, as you remember it? We were having a party. You know, we have a lot of 
Kennison claims that at some point during the gathering, an altercation occurred between the couple's roommate, Diana Pena, and Thomas. Did you leave in, in Kelsey's car? How do you think that Tom's body ended up in the trunk of Kelsey's car? You're saying Diana killed Dr. Bouchard? Sounds like Troy Slayton. They took a page out of your book. Who's left standing? The roommate. Blame her. But she took a cheap deal as accessory. So where does that leave the Playboy playmate and the blover? Pointing the finger at her. She obviously took a deal uh, in order to save her own skin. So I would argue that uh, she can't be trusted. Can't be trusted. She can't. She pled guilty. So you don't want to trust the Playboy playmate sleeping with the with the psychiatrist with a boyfriend in tow. We have somebody who pled guilty to accessory to murder. Mm -hmm. In in exchange for truthful testimony. In exchange for a sweetheart deal. You know, I'm not so sure about that. Saving her skin. Correct me. uh, Tell me again, Troy Slayton. Whose car was he found in? He was found in the Playboy Playmates, a Playboy model's Ouch. car. I bet that hurt to spit it out, didn't it? Um, and, and who was, was he and if sleeping I wanted to with? Frame somebody, Nancy, if I wanted to frame somebody, where would I want to put the so car? So not only does the roommate with no motive at all hide the dead body, oh, she now thinks of framing her roommate. Okay, ho- hold on. Let, let, let me think this thing through. So if the roommate did it, why didn't Kelsey Turner report it to 911? Uh, Think quick. Scared. 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 Yes. Yeah, okay. So all fitting together. So, Alexis Tereschuk, what's the evidence against the Playboy Playmate? Excuse me, model. Well, the evidence is, is that the roommate was there in the house, and she said that Dr. Bouchard was actually, she didn't see it happen, but he was somehow hit in the head, and he was bleeding at their house. And so she said, and he said he needed to go to the doctor. And so she saw him get in the car and she saw Kelsey and her boyfriend Logan get in the car. And that was the last time that she saw the doctor alive. Quick couple of questions, Alexis Terrestrial. Think of this as a lightning round. Who was the doctor sleeping with? Kelsey. Kelsey Turner. He was paying for Kelsey. And he was, he was paying for her house and he was paying for her car. I don't know that he was necessarily paying oh, her. Okay. So he was paying for her house in Salinas and her apartment and her BMW car payment, but yet not sleeping with her. Okay. Um, and who had he just cut off financially? Kelsey. Kelsey. Are you on a first name basis now? Yes. Kelsey Turner. Kelsey Defendant Turner. Turner. Playboy model. The Playboy. And who went and bought the cleaning supplies? Turner and the boyfriend bought the cleaning supplies. They brought them home and they asked the roommate to clean up the place. I believe is how it happened. So they go buy the cleaning supplies to clean up the blood he's found in her car. And the victim had just cut her off of a $300,000 payday. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic. Love and logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With love and logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.